0: This is WPIX TV, Channel
1: 11 in New York City. Oh, it's what it's all about, you know. I mean, uh, love and uh, cheering. And late at night when you're know, sitting there, you know, we're all New Yorkers. Are you all New Yorkers near this time? Man, that's a special breed. I mean,. Hobby, by the way it's a great hobby two in the morning when I go home I live down in the village I sneak up the steps of my apartment on a second floor it's dark it's one o'clock two o'clock I carefully put the key in the lock because <laughs> timing as you know in life is everything <laughs> how many of you have missed every streetcar in your life <laughs> Of course, most people don't even know there is a streetcar, so it's all right. So I stick that key in a lock and wait two beats.
0: <laughs>
1: one, two. I grab the door now, carefully pull the door open, and the room is pitch black. And I wait one more beat. What? Put my hand on the light switch. (laughs) I wait, then I flick it on. Millions of cockroaches. I start stabbing them. That's my hobby. I kill cockroaches every night. Some nights I get six, seven hundred. In fact, I got a seven and a half pound competition cockroach (laughs) mounted hanging on my wall. It's beautiful. So we're all New Yorkers in it together. Here it is, the the Labor Day weekend, within hours, there's going to be nothing but bumper to bumper tin all the way to Montauk, (laughs) 17 hours out to the beach, 12 hours back, they'll have four minutes on the sand, oh, it's New York. But there's a lot of things that are great about living in New York. You know one of the great things about New York? This is the only city in the world where you can watch all night television. No other place. I love it. (laughs) I love those used car commercials that come out at two in the morning. The guy says, you ain't got no credit nowhere else. (laughs) You just give us a call, we'll give you a car in the morning. You know, you come down there, you know, and I sit there at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning and I'm watching these black and white grainy films. You wonder where the devil they got them. They look like they were filmed underwater. This Chester Morris is always flying this airplane through the clouds. I'm sitting there waiting for my favorite television character. He comes on at 5 minutes to 3. Oh no The Preparation H man I love him He goes on and he says Preparation H He points right out of the camera at you And he says I'm sitting there at 3 in the morning With my cockroaches running around And he says Preparation H is medically proved and guaranteed to relieve itching that's three in the morning see? with the kind of mind I got I keep thinking what itch
0: <laughs>
1: is it the big itch that all of us feel deep down inside of us that life must be more than just hoping that the next Howard Johnson will have 28 flavors. <laughs> Life's got to be more than just a Big Mac at the McDonald's. Well, you yeah, ain't it the right man? <laughs> I love that Big Mac. I love it when it's running down your arms <laughs> dripping into your sleeves. Oh, God. That, you see them on a commercial, you know. And that's why I think most of us in America today love commercials better than shows. Because life looks so great in commercials. And you notice everybody that goes into the McDonald's in the commercials, everybody at the McDonald's is smiling and laughing and are dancing around. Pick the muscles, hit the pepper, you know. They never show 45 people waiting in line. (laughs) For two and a half hours. (laughs) For a a quarter pounder with cheese. Because that that 's right, medium rare, oh honey, no way that 's a connoisseur, <laughs> people eat a medium rare, I mean <laughs> you'll probably even read <laughs> well, I'll tell you though that 's all part of life you know and, and, and it 's like me, you know, I love to watch that lady plumber, come on Josephine, the lady plumber, of course, she comes out there, and I yeah, t- tell you the reason I love to watch her because. She comes out, and she only does one job, apparently, as a plumber. She only has the problem of tea stains in the sink. <laughs> now, that's rich. Do you agree? <laughs> to call a plumber because you got a tea stain in the sink? Oh, no, don't quit pointing. It's all right. We'll, we know. It's commercial. Okay. Every time I have ever called a plumber, friends, it's been more than a tea stain in a sink. <laughs> it's been knee-deep we'll be right back it's time for a commercial how about it gang let's hear it (laughs) what's that well now wait why why don't you save that uh, that question all right okay come on let's all hear it now for Jerry to JGE man come on Jerry, he's interrupted more movies. A <laughs> little air conditioner to keep cool, you know. <laughs> All right, listen, gang, for those of you that are watching us out there, we're just sitting here for a half an hour and just sort of, you know, uh, cutting up a watermelon, as my friend John Neville says. How many of you know John? Great guy. And if you're out there, out in the darkness, here's the phone number. Now, wait, I'm going to have to look over here to, to, to get it. It's 682 682- 7114 give us a call here and if you have a question about my work probably some of you have heard me uh, you might have seen me uh, in Playboy I do a lot of I don't I haven't done the center fold out yet I <laughs> <laughs> oh god I'd love to let it all hang out once you know <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, You got it <laughs> and, and we've got a call okay we've got a call on line one now let's hear what the caller wants let's hear your question Uh, The question is, if you put your tongue on a frozen telephone pole, will it stick to it? Yeah, does it really stick?
0: That's the intelligent kind of question
1: we want. Let's hear it. I understand a questioner said that if you put your tongue on a frozen metal telephone pole, would it stick, right? Yeah, right. Well, I have a friend that is still just this side of Nome, Alaska. it <laughs> has been there for four and a half years with his tongue on a telegraph pole. <laughs> who did not believe that it worked. <laughs> but it's do you believe it, man? Yeah, it'll work. As a matter of fact, you can, you can, you can peel your tongue <laughs> like a grape, kid. What? What? <laughs> add this is typical slob humor. He said, hey, did I tell him, honky? A oh. uh, human cold sore. All right. Okay, now how about a call from line five? Yes, hello? Yeah. Hi,
0: is he separate? Yes. Yes, I have a message. Boo
1: ha right, thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. Let's see if we can get an intelligent questioner, and if we can't, we're going to cut the telephone calls. What do you say? All right, line three. No, I'll do it. I'm I'm mean. Yeah?
0: If you woke up tomorrow morning, mayor of New York City, and by the way, i support your candidacy, what would your first action be to clean up this mess if you were mayor?
1: Clean up this mess?
0: Yeah, if you were mayor, what would you do to save the city?
1: Friend, I love this mess. I'm a guy that just naturally loves messes. In fact, I'll tell you this, if you don't like a mess, you should not live in New York. I mean, this is the only town where one of the major art forms is the pothole. (laughs) Thank you, kid. Anybody else? Anybody here in this crowd? How about in the studio? How about a question? Is Gene your real name? Is Gene, who asked that? He says, is Gene my real name? Yes, Gene is my real name. On my birth certificate, on my driver's license, I know it's hard to believe, kid, but then again, we can't believe your name is Aki either. <laughs> yeah, my name is Jean, and that has been a one. It's been one of the worst things that ever happened to me in my life, you know, because you know it's a French name, J E A N. Well, I was in second grade. I had this teacher named Miss Shields at the Warren G Harding School. how would you like to be going to the Warren G. Harding School named after the worst president in history that is up to now Uh, (laughs) I mean, can you imagine right now out in Ohio some poor little kids going to the Richard Milhouse Nixon School they does not change the names (laughs) I mean, you know they're out there in the front now changing names (laughs) Well, that's the way fame is these days. <laughs> anyway, my name was J-E-A-N, see? So, I, I, you know, this was a terrible problem that, that, that everybody, you know, I had to fight my way through school, you know, with that name. And when I got into high school, we were already, you know, when you're a freshman, they, they assign you to your classes. My first class in high school was girls swimming. <laughs> I arrived. <laughs> All these chicks are sitting around there, you know, in their tank suits. And I walk there. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it was the beginning of a high school career that was notably undistinguished. So my name is J-E-A-N. It was my father's name. And uh, I learned very early in life that you've got to be careful what you name a kid. I mean, you know, if you name a 7-foot, 9-inch lineman Sylvia... all right anybody else got a question here yeah the
0: most frustrating day in your
1: life one of the most frustrating days in my life well that was a good question i'll never forget the time that i went out with schwartz and i was 14 years old now when you're 14 it's like you're made out of cellophane you think you know everything and actually, you're totally ignorant.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, you don't know it. You just think you're swinging up buttons, you know, to say things like, save the world on you, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that, that was a later crowd. Wrote, flick lives over the urinals. No, no. <laughs> that was another world. <laughs> and I, 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 you know, I'm standing in the, in, the, in the, you know, high school there. We're just freshmen in high school. And Schwartz asked me, he says, how'd you like to have a blind date? He says, I know you don't usually go on on blind dates. And I said, well, yeah, I'd love to go on a blind date, you know, just for you, Schwartz. And we go out on this blind date. We're riding in the bus. I'll never forget the girl. I'd never seen this chick before. I arrived at her house. And, you know, when you get a blind date, you expect this dog, right? You should have seen what showed up. She was unbelievable. Shepard has hit the jackpot. We're <laughs> uh, sitting in the bus, see. And Schwartz is sitting up ahead of me, see. It's a double date. And uh, that's why I went out with him. See, he says that this girl that he was going with would not go unless she had a double date. And Schwartz is having a... He's having a ball up there talking. So I start to talk to this girl that I'm out with, see. And I'm saying things like... Uh, Boy, oh, my old man's a real slob.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you should see if I, he forgot to change the grease in the car and crack the block. <laughs> Boy, the White Sox are really looking good this year, really. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm I pulling all my great uh, conversational ploys, and she is saying nothing. She's sitting there with her coat like this. I get nothing out of her. And I all of a sudden see above, you know, in the in the in the buses they got these car cards. There's this ad for Life Boy Soap.
0: <laughs>
1: it says, "Do you offend?"
0: <laughs>
1: it suddenly hit me. The cold light of truth came down right from the front of that bus. I was the blind date. Being nice to me. <laughs> Ever since that time, I keep my coat nicely buttoned. Use Lifebuoy every morning, kid. I use Band Ultra 5000. <laughs> and incidentally, we've got a question on line three. Let's hear it. from outer space. <laughs> All right, give me line five. <laughs> uh, hello, Gene? Yeah, hi. Uh, would you... Hey, wait a minute. Before you go, are you enjoying the show?
0: Uh-huh.
1: I like it very much. <laughs> <laughs> Watch the next thing. Hey, <laughs> yeah, How are you? Yeah, okay. Uh,
0: okay. Uh, would you like a pair of bunny slippers for Christmas?
1: Well, it depends. The last pair that I had mated... and had bunny slippers under the day bed for weeks. (laughs) Okay, line two. Line two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hello?
0: Gene?
1: Yeah? I'd
0: like to know if you're going to sing... No.
1: No, not tonight. No. I only sing before an appreciative audience. I am not going to hurl pearls before swine. (laughs) Well, I'd like to sing, but I, I, you know, actually when I sing the bear, the bear missed the train, I usually sing it in tights. (laughs) And uh, I will perform that, by the way, at my show at Carnegie Hall. It's going to be done fantastic. We've got the Russian ballet. We've got a real bear, and it's going to be done underwater. (laughs) All right, let's hear it for the bear, gang. Come on. We'll be back after this commercial. (laughs) Okay, uh, uh, this is for the audience out there. For tickets, if you'd like to come to the show, it's called The Talkers, and it's on five nights a week. Write to The Talkers, that's the title of it, uh, WPIX-TV, 220 East 42nd Street. And the zip is New York 10017. And you can start phoning Monday after 10 for tickets. And the number here is 883-5757. <laughs> and by the way, if you'd like to order your storm doors within 20 minutes... <laughs> all right, we've got more questions. Uh, anybody? Yes, you. Like Call it out loud so we can all hear it. I'd like
0: to know what you fly, in Monterey.
1: You would like to know what I fly. You're referring to legally. <laughs> <laughs> I fly an airplane. I fly I, I fly several types. I fly uh, Cessna 172s, 180s, 182s. Uh, currently, I've been doing a lot of flying in a Grumman TR-1AA1 trainer. And uh, I'm doing a lot. I'm, I'm most uh, most of the way to my instrument rating. And uh, I have part, uh, in fact, I have a multi-engine rating. Okay? A very technical question. Yeah. Well,
0: I'm Pets. Uh, well, I
1: mean, you know, oh, right, I got you know. some pets, but you ought to meet Esther Jane. <laughs> what other pets do I have? Well, I have a, a, a very small immature piranha. Uh, <laughs> his name is Clifford, actually. And, and I have, uh, as, as far as pets are concerned with me, a pet. Now, I have, I have a dachshund dog and uh he's the only dog i know that eats day beds whole i mean this dog eats five ten fifteen pairs of slippers a week and uh he's got a fantastic uh bladder capacity unbelievable a dog will will drink two pints of water and the next thing you know you got 17 gallons flowing all over just incredible dog huh do i treat my dog like a human are you kidding (laughs) <laughs> well, it depends on how you treat humans. I do kick them around a little bit, yeah. So, <laughs> all right, line four. We got a question. Yeah. All right, Gene,
0: when are you going to run for king
1: again? When am I going to do what?
0: Run for king again.
1: Run for king again. Run for king, again. Uh, king, by the way, is an esoteric television show that appears on PBS and is a show of retrospective chess players. Don't ask me what he's talking about. <laughs> Line three. Hi, Gene. Hello. How are you? Well. First of all, I think you're ex Okay, she's one of those. Yeah, all right. No,
0: I'm not. I want to know if a 66-year-old lady can marry and be very happy with a 78-year-old man, but immediately...
1: You better marry him immediately. <laughs> if not mean, sooner, honey. <laughs> well, it depends on what makes you happy. I know some people are like meatloaf sandwiches. Yeah, now what's your question? That's the question. Well, what do you think, Crowd? Do you think she can uh, marry a 78 year old man and be happy? Let's put it to the crowd here. Nice policy. All you, all you got to do is say, should she marry him? Raise your thumbs up if she shouldn't know. All right, let's hear it. It's oh! it's <laughs> okay, next question. Line three. That's oh, a silly show here. Line three. You realize we're all grown up sitting here doing this? Yeah, line three. Hello. I like
0: it.
1: Hello, line two. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hello, Gene? Yeah. Hello,
1: Gene. Yeah, hello, Fred. Yeah.
0: Demonstrate your cute look for us. Oh,
1: <laughs> he wants me to turn on my cute look. No. Would you like to see my cute? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, buddy. <laughs> All right. Anybody else? Line five. Line five. By the way, that cute look got me through fifth grade. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hello, Gene.
1: Yes. A routine. Yeah. Well, come on. Let's okay. have. Okay. To...
0: First, I want to say I've been a great fan of yours for years. Yeah. Okay. Number two.
1: I think you're great too, Charlie. Yeah.
0: Thanks. Listen, I wonder if your mother ever found out about the peanut butter sandwiches behind the refrigerator. Yes,
1: yeah, she did. As a matter of fact. <laughs> and what do? And it's not a thing. Being a good mother, when when they when the plumber came, well, uh, I'll tell you what the story is. You know what he's talking about, there. You know, all of us have a secret uh terrible thing that we've done when we were kids that we really feel embarrassed about and my mother got the idea that i liked tomato sandwiches with mayonnaise What you know mothers get those ideas you know she had this idea that i liked them for lunch and i take these things for lunch and i and every day i would go and instead of eating my lunch at school i would go down to Red's Candy Store and I would buy a Milky Way bar (laughs) eat the damn Milky Way bar but because it was my mother how many of you have ever had the feeling that any minute now your mother's going to die either that or you're going to die you're not going to live to be 21 and if you do you'll be blind Then they'll be sorry, right? (laughs) Well, I had this thing. I couldn't get myself to throw away these sandwiches. And I would bring them back home in this bag. My mother would be out of the kitchen and I'd throw them back of the refrigerator <laughs> for five years every day I threw sandwiches back at the
0: refrigerator
1: oh man I'll tell you we had roasted we had mice we had bison coming in <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> and one day I came home from school and the refrigerator was gone and <laughs> <laughs> my mother is in the living room, and I knew the secret was out. It was like the time my dad went down in the basement to look for a, a tool to fix his tire. He went into the coal bin when I was away at school and found my collection. Of dirty books.
0: <laughs>
1: he never told my mother, and I didn't know. <laughs> One day I came down in the basement, and here's the old man reading them.
0: <laughs>
1: At last we had something in common. <laughs> but uh, any other questions? Any of you got a call? What? How about line three?
0: Shepherd Yes. I'd say you got a fantastic show. I like to know. Do you know how to play your head?
1: I do, but I can't tonight. Uh, well, my head is a little out of condition. I keep my head soaked, usually, in neats for oil every night. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, thank you very much. I will play my head, though, at Carnegie Hall. Yeah, line two. Uh, Gene? Yeah. I've, I've been a friend of yours,
0: uh, a fan of yours for years, and I'd like you to say how your audiences have changed over the years.
1: Well, are you going to give me a lecture, or are you going to talk to me? Now you want me to say how they've changed? Yes. I don't think they have.
0: No particular way.
1: No, I think I think humor is something that's uh, some people have, some haven't, and I think uh, out of 25 people, probably three have a sense of humor, and uh, those three have continued to be you know part of our audience, uh, whether they're 10 years old or whether they're 5 years old or whether they're 100. And I think that it just remains like that. Have you had a good time, gang? Come on, let's hear it. And listen, I want to tell you, I'm going to be at Carnegie Hall Saturday night, September 14th, and I want to see all you there because I can take it all off that night. What was that? What's a cow swing? Oh, no, I'm not Johnny Carson. Shepard may show you how he throws cow flaps. (laughs) Golf swing, Johnny Carson. <laughs> All right, gag. I hope. Yeah. Question. Do I smoke? Is that a loaded question? <laughs> well, I, I, uh, I, uh, I like to smoke a cheap cigar now and again, especially the kind that comes that in a cellophane wrapper that it says it's a boy on the side. Yeah, the big twisted one. Yeah, the souvenir Forty Second Street. got one more minute. Anybody else here? Yeah. Well, my brother Randy is six foot three and is doing very well. Yeah. How do I do what? I just think of them in my head. That's the way you have to do it. You know, you got to, how do you think up stories? The kid asks. Well, I use a Ouija board. (laughs) Hey, you know, it's been a lot of fun. Has it gang? Yeah. Anybody else here? Come on. Or forever. Yeah. Well, thank you uh, to Ireland and uh, so on. I'm, I'm glad you enjoy that. Anybody else here? One more. Yeah. I do indeed.